You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your Houston Texans. And as always, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and all of your other favorite podcast platforms. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, along with my brother and partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman, where you can find me on Twitter at some sports guy. With two wise at the end, ready to talk Texas Broncos preview for the upcoming Sunday's matchup. Broncos will be coming into Houston, the four and eight Broncos versus the eight and four Houston Texans. Do I have a worry? No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at this Denver Bronco team listeners that are at home, and let me tell you something I don't fear them whatsoever. Sometimes we have games where we got like. We, we have to circle them, or we don't want to make sure this is a trap game. We want to continue to the Texans right now. They're feeling themselves. They're smelling themselves, right? They just had sex for the first time, and they like it. They want more. They're going to destroy the Denver Broncos. I already do think so. <laughs> this Denver Bronco team is a, it's not good. How many quarterbacks have they had on the center this year? Too many for me. Yeah, John, and this should be an easy win for the Houston Texans. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what their record look like. It doesn't matter how many quarterbacks they have had so so far this season. One thing that matters is this is still an NFL team, and this NFL team still has talent. And I'm going to start with their, to me, arguably their best talent on that roster is Phillip Lindsay. Now, I'm, I, I am more focused on the problems that Phillip Lindsay might cause to Houston, Texas going into his game. Because, John, as I said earlier in the week that I know he isn't Saquon Barkley, I know he isn't Ezekiel Elliott, but at the end of the day, you're talking about a guy who, give it the next two, three years, he can be one of the top five running backs in this league. Um, if, you, if you're not familiar with Lindsay, he was an undrafted rookie. He got on with the Denver Broncos by going to a tryout, and he went from a tryout to a Pro Bowl running back within his rookie season. Now, this year, he's he has had a, a good productive season, but I know the Houston Texans front seven has had problems stopping the run game. And if they can give – and if Phillip Lindsay can, can get – his rhythm going early, it might be a long day for the Houston Texans. I'm not saying that he that Lindsey's going to carry them to the win, but I do not want to see Lindsey. I do not want to see Philip Lindsey causing unnecessary problems for the Texans front seven. Yeah, and Philip Lindsey is a, a great talent, right? Undrafted, you know, we know his story. Guy to the league, and he's he's been a very consistent runner. For the Denver Broncos, I mean, he averages almost five yards per carry on the ground at 4.7, five total touchdowns on the year, rushing touchdowns on the year. He has been one of the very few bright spots for this Denver Broncos team. However, I just, Philip Lindsay is not a guy that can take over a game, right? Other things have to be going in the Broncos' favor 
for them to actually win a game because of Philip Lindsay. I think he's a great talent. And you're right. Maybe in a year or two, I think in the, I wouldn't give it two years. I think with the way he's transcending upwards right now, maybe next year he could be one of those talents where we're looking around saying, oh, he could be a pro bowler, whatever the case is. And I do like the combination with him in the backfield and Cortland Sutton, the receiver who's had an amazing year so far for the Broncos out. You know, I like that combo. But honestly, I just don't have any fear regarding these Denver Broncos. They only average 16.5 points per game. They're not consistent. They have game where it's, it's, well, who's going to play quarterback? Is this a game where their coach Vance gets fired? Are they going to switch out OCs? Are they going to, like, there's never any consistency with this team outside of the fact that John Elway has not been able to find a quarterback since he brought in Peyton Manning. That's the only consistent for this team. Outside of that, they have talent. They have Phillip Lindsay. They have Cortland Sutherland. They have uh, the rookie tight end fans. You know, they have talent, but they don't know how to use it. And it's not their fault. In this NFL, you need that one key, that, that missing key, that piece. And that's your quarterback. And it hasn't been Joe Flacco. I think Joe Flacco should definitely retire immediately. Immediately. It hasn't been Allen. He, he was complete garbage. We'll see about Drew Locke. You know, he's young. But I don't buy this Denver Bronco team. Not one bit. I'm not buying any stock into them. The Texans will take care of business Sunday. This game may end up being like the Atlanta Falcon game where it's just a lot of points scored on the Houston Texans side. Oh, by the way, everybody <laughs> on the secondary for the Houston Texans are getting healthy at the right time. I have no fear whatsoever. I don't have no fear either, but at the end of the day, I mean, this is a young team. They got a good young running back. They got a good young receiver. And I know it was only one game, but Drew Locke showed at least for the rest of the season, they would have a solid quarterback. Um, when they beat the Los Angeles Chargers last Sunday, he threw 18 for 28, two touchdowns. He had an interception, but that was by far the best quarterback game for the Denver Broncos this whole entire season. Now, I get it. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. This is not the same Chargers team who was championship contenders last season. But at the end of the day, this is a guy in his first game, in his first start, played pretty well. So I'm pretty sure he's going to have some kind of confidence. The team is going to have some kind of confidence. I just don't want the Houston Texans to go into this game and play down to the level of their competition. Because ever since you and I took over this show way back before the season started, one of my biggest pet peeves with this team is that they play up or they play down to the level of their competition. And we have seen it multiple times throughout the season. When we played against teams like, like the New England Patriots, they look like a championship contending team. And you saw how bad they stuck up the joint, even though they came out with the win, how bad they stuck up the joint against the Jacksonville Jaguars week two, even though I do believe the only reason why they played that bad because it was Deshaun Watson's birthday weekend and ain't no telling what they all did the night before. <laughs> Well, I mean, I will say this. They did get the win, and, and a very impressive win for the young quarterback in Drew Locke against the Chargers. But it's the 4-8 Chargers. 
This is the most, probably the most embarrassing team this year. The way Phillip Rivers has played. No, I would not way, say embarrassing. Okay, you know what I'm saying is, it would be the Chargers, it would also be the Bears and the Eagles. But the way Phillip Rivers has played, the way this offense has been so up and down, inconsistent, sometimes just disgusting to look at, I'm not putting too much stock in that win. In a game where the offense for the Chargers only scored 20 points and they were able to win by a field goal, the, the Denver Broncos. I, I just There's something about this Bronco team at 4-8 and eight with the inconsistencies at quarterback. John Elway running a, a crap show on everything he's doing. He's never been held accountable, by the way. It's just it's too much for me to overlook to say, well, I think this is a game where we need to come in with our bootstraps. It's okay to wear slippers to this game. It's okay to wear some slots. Just take care of business. Do what you've been doing the entire year. Run the ball effectively. Use the play action to set up those big passes. Will Fuller's going to be healthy. He's going to be in this game. We know how important he is to this offense. Use him. That's it. Plain and simple. Welcome back, guys. You know, uh, before we even move forward, do you would you rather have? And I'm, let me ask. Let me let me preface this question by saying it's December. We know what December is. Christmas time of the month. Everybody's in a cheerful mood. You know, the malls. If there's any malls left, they're playing holiday Christmas music. I don't know how many times Mariah Carey, "All I Want for Christmas" is playing. The whole nine. I mean, personally, I love the Temptations. <laughs> Hey, she, she she's the goat of Christmas music. Mariah Carey is the goat of Christmas music. When it comes to how, when it, and there's two artists that have hijacked the, the 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 holiday music. Halloween, Michael Jackson's Thriller. Christmas, Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. They by far are the best holidays singers of all time. And I, and I agree with that. Well, you know, it's it's Christmas time and everybody's ready, chill for mood. And you know, if you, if 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 Santa came to some of you guys and after all the complaining and the bad year you had, and you say, you know what, I'm 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 gonna be sad. I'm a, I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna give you one, but you're gonna have to choose. In hand A, there's gift wrap Jason Garrett. In hand B, there's a gift wrap Bill O'Brien. Your choice. Who you going with? I'm sure you're going with Bill O'Brien because it could always be worse with well, Jason the Clap Garrett. Well, if you go with Bill O'Brien, you get you get a two for one deal. You get a coach and a GM. Hey, and listen, <laughs> that's been working out for you. Back to these Denver Broncos. Let me tell you something, guys. Like I said before, this team only scores 16 points per game. They have a lot of issues. They're not good on third down percentages. They have average uh, right under 30% conversion efficiency per game, right? Also, while giving up, you know, looking at it, almost at 37% allow per game, right? There, there are certain things that they just don't do well. They only have 11 passing touchdowns. They're giving up 14, eight interceptions. You know, they're, they're doing a better job than I had expected going into the season at allowing sacks only have 36 on the year, which I thought would be worse. But they're not getting to the quarterback as effectively as they had before. They're allowing 113 yards per game on the ground. 
They're allowing 337 yards per game total. They are not a good team. They cannot keep up with, with teams. They can't score with a lot of these teams. And, uh, you know, to call it what it is, they're terrible, right? They're terrible. So I'm looking at a Houston, Texas team that put up 28 points on the number two defense in the league, put up 53 against Atlanta, put up 30-plus against uh, around 30 or something against the Chiefs. They've had games this year where they have looked unstoppable. Why should it change? I don't think it will. I honestly think this game would be the game where we all sit back and say, God damn it. I'm so glad Bill O'Brien made that trade for Carlos Hyde. We've said it before. We've said it before. But this is December. It's getting cold out. Everybody's gearing up for the playoffs. If you're going to make, make it or not, if you're not, you're gearing up for a lottery, not a lottery pick, but, you know, a good draft pick. The Texans will have to look at the ground because the different Broncos are pretty good at stopping the pass. Statistically speaking, they're pretty good. They're top five, top six in the league. But they're not that good at stopping the run. This is where Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson comes in. And once they get going, the question for them is, will they commit to the bleeding of the run game or will they try to continue to stop the pass? And one thing about the Houston Texans is they are able to beat you because they run the ball effectively. Deshaun Watson is their quarterback. And the RPO has worked really well for them this year. I I agree with you with this. This is a team who has struggled to stop the run game. And I I personally, um, my bold prediction, like we do on the Texans Wire, my bold prediction is this might be a game where Carlos Hyde might record over 100 rushing yards. But I know statistically, when you look at the numbers, the Denver Broncos are a good defensive team at stopping um, the receiving core. But, John, when you look at the Houston Texans, This isn't your average receiving core. There is a three-headed monster. One named Fuller, one named Steels. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the guy in the middle, the most important head, Hopkins, he is arguably, if not the best receiver in the league. So I I don't fear the Broncos' secondary. Yes, I know they got Jackson. I know they got Kareem Jackson, but when Jackson was practicing, one, Fuller, he, he he wasn't this good. Every single year, he'd get better. And two, you didn't have Kenny Steele. So the way that you say we're going to look back and say, God damn, we're so happy that Bill O'Brien made those trades to get Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde, we're also going to look back and say, God damn, we're so happy that he brought in Kenny Steele's. Yeah, most definitely. And I just think, you know, overall, this team, the Denver Broncos, are just completely too inconsistent. Too inconsistent. On, on on both sides, all right? They're, they're very inconsistent on both sides. They, they they can't stop third downs as much as they can get them. You know, they're bad at both, right? They can't – they cannot convert, which means the ball is going to be in the Houston Texans' hands more often than not. They control the time of possession. We've seen games where when the Texans control the time of possession, it's a wrap. There's nothing you can do. And also, you know – the Broncos offense the entire year, you don't average 16.5 points per game for nothing. That means you're not able to consistently give us more than two touchdowns per week. 
So the opportunities will be there for the Houston Texans. They're going to play a guy, Drew Locke. This is his second game that he's going to start. Cornell is going to throw some different looks at him, get him uncomfortable, cause some turnovers, right? Maybe send some, some different blisses. Maybe send some stunts. Get in his face. Get that ball back over to your office. Let your office continue to work. Same thing you did against New England, except for that fourth quarter. Keep the pedal to the metal. Keep your foot on the gas. Don't let up now. Well, even if they let their foot up just a little bit in the fourth quarter, the Broncos doesn't have a guy. The Broncos do not have a guy named Tom Brady. I know he isn't, you know, prom Brady, but he's still goat Brady. And when he's down in the fourth quarter, this man still create plays. But I don't think we have to worry about that. Not at all. Not with Drew Locke. But are you hype? Are you hype right now for the Houston, Texas game versus the Denver Broncos? If you're so hype, you know what you should do? You should go bet on it. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all of your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Tired of watching those games from the couch with nothing to game? My bookie wants you to get your mind off everything else and back on the game. If you join right now, my bookie will match your first deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit two thousand, you get an extra one thousand in free money to play with. Just hit the promo code locked on to activate the offer. Again, that's promo code locked on to activate the offer to take advantage of my bookie's generous sign up offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. I think the Texans will play. They will win, and they'll get paid by holding on to that number one seed in the AFC South. Um, this game, if I would have to call it, I would go with 28-13. Houston, Texas, Deshaun Watson. <sighs> Three total touchdowns. I think Carlos Hyde gets in the end zone. I think Kenny Stills has a big day. That's mm. a bold prediction. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, I do believe Carlos Hyde will have a big game. I, I, I actually got him rushing for over 100 yards this game. This will be the third time this season that he has achieved that, 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 that feat. So I'm going to go with 31-13. I think this is going to be an easy victory for the Houston Texans. I believe this is going to be just one of those games where John, you and I can start our post-game show as soon as the second half starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no reason why this Texan team shouldn't take care of business Sunday. I like that prediction. 31-18? Yes, sir. Gonna go with I mean, sorry, 31-13? Yeah, 13-13. 31-13, I, I, I definitely think Deshaun has uh, three total touchdowns. I think that's pretty fair. Carlos Hyde has a big day. I, well, I, also, I also think Kenny Stills has a big day. I think so. Uh, and then going into the playoffs, you know, this entire year, Deshaun has done a very good job in spreading the ball out, right? You know, there's games where it's like, well, where's Hopkins? Well, Hopkins really didn't do much. You look at the stat sheet, and he didn't do much, but then Wiz Fuller, he has a big game. Or Kenny Stills has a big game, and then Hopkins has a big game. There's even one game with Kiki, who I doubt we'll even see again this season. You know, he oh, he almost had 80 yards in one game. So 
Uh, Washington has been doing a very good job of spreading the ball out, getting everybody involved. This is a game where you can really do that, especially if you get the mojo going. Now, the Denver passing defense is no joke, but the Texans run the ball so effectively, I think it'll bust open. One thing will be a reunion. Uh, we will have Kareem Jackson is coming back home here in the Houston Texans where he was drafted, played many years, had some great years. He will be coming back. And I honestly believe that should be something done for Kareem Sunday. I mean, you know, I know he wanted to be back. I actually talked to him in the offseason at uh, the Charlo fight this summer. He wanted to be back. It's just they were not able to get that deal done. Brian Game mostly, but, you know, it worked out for the best for both sides. Hopefully everything is working out for you guys as you're listening to this and your Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Go get a beer. Hang out with the family and friends. Be safe, of course. Get ready to do some some holiday shopping all day. If you're married, you're just walking around miserable because you want to go home, but you can't. It's the holiday time. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two eyes where I talk about everything. Sports, life, women, alcohol. More sports, more women, and more alcohol. I throw some jokes in every now and then. And where can they find you, Cody? Um, you can follow me, Cody Davis, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Well, I talk about Texans. The Rockets whining about a dunk that did not cost them the game. And UH basketball, who should be ranked in the nation if it wasn't for that awful buzzer beater by BYU. Word from the wise. I don't know. I have no word for the wise today. Texas, go beat the crap out of the Broncos. Make it 9-4. Solidify yourself in the AFC South. That's it. You guys have a chance to be 12-4, and four, the best record you've had in a very long time. Why not go capture it in the season out strong? Peace. Texas, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.